Hey there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Divi Chat. This is a semi-rare part two episode. It is a continuation from last week. Last week was a not rare week where we ran way out of time to talk about all the things we wanted to, but we decided like grown-ups, to turn it into two episodes. And here we are to come and wrap it up. So if you missed last week's episode, you might want to go back and check that out. We are talking last week in this about starting a podcast, how to get started, how to figure out all of the little bits and bops that you need to get out there. Last week, we really focused on uh, what you should talk about, who your audience might be, what kind of microphone you should use, what if you hate your own voice, all of those kind of things. If you missed it, jump back and check that out. But I don't think anything from that episode is necessary to thoroughly enjoy and participate in this one because uh, I broke down or we broke down the topic of podcasting, getting started into the three T's, the topic, the tech, and the tools. I said I'm in the wrong order. So last week we talked about our topic and our tools, which were like the hardware of things, the microphone that we're using. If we're going to be video, then the camera and the lights, things like that. And now this week we are going to dive in and talk about the technology that we need. How do we, once we have a, an episode or a few episodes recorded, how do we get it out into the world? How do we market it? How do we get it syndicated onto all of those podcasting apps that you have, you know, everybody says, find me on any, on your favorite podcasting app. Well, how does that work? That's what we're going to dive into today. Buckle up. It's going to be a good one. Before we do, why don't we go around and meet our panel? Sarah Oates, start it off for us. Hey guys, Sarah Oates here from Endure Web Studios. You can catch me at endure.com.au or Endure Web on the socials. I'm very sorry, but I lied to you last week. I said that it was the last 8am last week. It's not. It's still 8 a.m. So I'm very sorry about that. But today is the last 8 a.m. I'm pretty sure our time zone is changing this weekend. So next week we'll see you at 7 a.m. Yeah. God bless you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, definitely hats off to you, Sarah, because right now it's a nice 2.10 p.m. for me in <laughs> San Clemente, California. So, uh, yeah, not not hating it. I admire your uh, discipline for getting up early. Tim uh, just has to fight the food coma from lunch. That's that's it. That's right. And I did something that I never do, which is after lunch, I took like a 30 minute nap. And so I'm like waking up. I had a crazy busy week <laughs> and I'm still like recovering from it. Um, but anyways, my name is Tim Streifler, for those who don't know me. And you can find me online at divilife.com where I have all my Divi plugins, child themes, layouts, tutorials, courses, all that good stuff. And soon I will be having a new podcast over at timstreifler.com. And so I'm soaking in all the knowledge that we're sharing, all the knowledge that we shared last week, uh, because I'm going to be going through this process again. Um, had a, a podcast uh, with David Blackman called WP the Podcast. That podcast is no more. And so I'm like, all right, we're going to be starting a new one. And so this is all very relevant and fresh because I've been kind of diving in and planning it for a while. Um, I mean, lately, I feel like the last couple of years have gotten really good at planning and less good at executing. So I need to, I need to get good at executing mm -hmm. on the podcast stuff. <laughs> it's tough. Hey, everybody. Uh, Eric here. It is 3.10 p.m. in Mexico City. Um, and you may hear some strange noise in the background. There is a truck that drives around once a day and a loudspeaker on it and a lady repeating over and over very loudly that if you have um, refrigerators or couches or any other big things that you would like hauled away, 
to come to the curb. So that <laughs> well, if you fun. hear if you hear some loud Spanish yelling in the background, that's what they're talking about. I thought it was um, gonna be an ice cream truck, and I was I know, I know, a churro, <laughs> no. a churro truck. There is a guy that comes by about 9 p.m. with tamales and tacos and quesadilla oh. and gorditas and Stop. so better than an ice cream truck. Way better. Yeah, anyway. way better. Uh, so yeah, so you can find me, my, uh, web design and digital marketing agency is called in transit studios. Uh, you can find me over at in transit studios where we work with local businesses to help them get more customer activity by turning their website into a marketing hub. Um, and I am personally, you can find me at ericdingler.com where I blog and talk about business and life, um, and how to do them well and have coaching over there. So that's me. Thanks, you guys. I'm Stephanie Hudson. I am the co-owner of Focus WP. We are the people that you call if you are drowning in work and you need a few more hands on deck or you would like to offer another service to your clients and you need a little bit of a bridge for that skill gap. Maybe you want to offer SEO or maybe you're more of a designer, not a developer or things like that. Whatever it is, we've got a full agency team that we can help you with any of it. Everything costs the same amount. It's all just by the hour. Just use, use what you need. Focuswp.co. Now, let's dive in as a quick little um, recap, not so much of the topic last week, but of like the podcasting situation. Obviously, we are all on a podcast here. And um, Sarah and Tim were original members. Jo yeah, Josh was not, right? Were you Tim? I technically Tim almost was. I was I was the first guest, and so I was like, I was right there. So it wasn't original, mm. but I was the first add-on. Okay, so Sarah was the only one around when we actually started up Divi Chat. So when it comes to this part about configuring the tech of it all, <laughs> Sarah, we're going to rely on you a lot for that. Okay? Ah, I was around You're when WP the podcast started, though, so I can I, I can talk yeah. about that experience. Tim, we were getting to you next, Tim. Don't worry. Tim has started a podcast, and he's in the process of researching his next one. Eric has done a podcast for his local business. What do you call that? For local businesses, he did a, a podcast. A local business, business association. And his wife runs a podcast that you're sort of affiliated with, I guess, right? You at least I'm, are knowledgeable about it. That is about. I've never been on it. I'm just tech support. I've never actually support. been on. My kids have That's been on. Perfect, it. because yeah. news. Today episode. we're talking about tech. Tech support. <laughs> perfect. And I have never started a podcast. I am in the progress process of doing that as well for my newsletter, The Sizzle, which is about AI and things like that. So we are all in sort of various stages of this process ourselves. And, uh, you know, they have this thing that's on Twitter all the time. I don't know if you see it, but it's build in public. We like to learn in public and share our knowledge and our experience and our successes and failures with you. So first up, um, why don't we, I, I sort of mentioned it briefly at the beginning, but uh, Tim, do you want to give us a definition of what exactly we're talking about here when we say the tech part of that third T, that tech part of of getting a podcast off the ground? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, with podcasting, we, we talked about the tools, the, the tools that we actually 
or I'm sorry, the hardware that you use to create it, like the microphones and the video. That's not what we're talking about today. You can go back and listen to part one for that. But what we're talking about is the software side of things for getting the podcast off the ground and getting it distributed, getting it hosted. Uh, all of those things are things you have to consider the WordPress plugins that you're going to need to be able to uh, publish the podcast and, and have it distributed out. And so those are the types of things that we're going to need. Um, the tools for uh, getting the podcast easily, uh, like you'll notice that Stephanie will say, go to rate this podcast.com slash Divi chat, right? That's another tool for, for getting people to be able to leave reviews. And so all of those different things, podcast analytics, that's important because you want to know which episodes are people actually listening to? Where are my listeners coming from? Uh, how long are they staying? Those types of things. And so we'll, we'll be talking about that today as well. Did I leave anything out? I think I covered the basics. You're muted. You're still muted. <laughs> this is why I don't mute. I every time I mute, I just completely yeah. forget. I can't. I can't mute. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Too dumb. Okay. So the other element is, um, how does it go from being recorded on your hmm. computer to being yeah. out in the world? Yeah. So maybe we should start there with the actual recording process and then kind of go it. through the steps. Um, mm -hmm. So the cool thing about podcasting is you can record it however you want. So uh, when I started WP the podcast with David, we were trying to get fancy and we were using um, Adobe Audition, right? Which is like professional level audio software. And then we learned that we're overcomplicating it. So then we switched to just recording in QuickTime, uh, re recording M the MP3 in QuickTime, and that was so much easier. And so the way that we did it, which I think is something worth talking about because a lot of people might be starting a podcast where you have two people co-hosting, right? And so the way that yeah. we did it is we used Zoom to facilitate our conversation back and forth, and then we each recorded our own audio separately using QuickTime. And so we would just give ourselves a count, hitting, hit, start hitting record around the same time. And then we would both clap on cue just so that our podcast editor could see the, the line shoot up and kind nice. of line like up the that. audio. Yeah. So that made it easy. And then um, we were talking through zoom so that we could hear what each other were saying, but our audio was re re being recorded separately. And um, that sounds almost like a kind of archaic way of doing it, which maybe it is, but it was just a simple way so that we had our audio recorded separately on our own machines so that it was as yeah. high of quality as possible right because you could use zoom and you could export the audio but half of the audio from the other person is going to be going through the internet and compressed using zoom's compression algorithms and all that and so we want it to be as high quality as possible and that we both sounded the same and so that's what we used now there are some additional kind of new software tools out there. I've not tested it, but Riverside.fm, I've seen ads. I've talked to people who use it. Um, I think Josh Hall has started using it um, for his podcast for interview, and um, I believe it separates the audio. I'm not sure if it records the audio locally separately or, or how it does that or what what options there are. Um, but I know that it's super easy for. Uh, both the user and for the person being interviewed. Yeah, I so, just did yeah. a podcast yeah. with Josh and I didn't have to record anything on my device. Like there was no kind of, okay. I just turned up and did the podcast and then disappeared afterwards. And so it must all do it locally. 
Yeah. So I so, I've been a guest. So I've been a guest on uh, two podcasts in the last like four or five weeks, and both of them use the Riverside FM. And at the end of the the interview, we did have to stay. I did have to leave my computer connected to it because it then oh. did did take the local recording off of my computer and upload it. Um, so I think it depends upon how you set it. How you configure it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but that's how it was on mine. So it recorded on my end and then and then uploaded it. Um, so that's how it worked when I was on it. So probably really yeah, probably really a good, good way to get good quality. When I yeah. started on DiviChat, we were using Zoom with the webinar functionality, which yeah. is like an extra add-on. I don't know. Yeah. Now that was what four years ago or something like that. And you know, that's like a hundred yeah. years in tech years. So yeah. yeah, and before that, we were using Google Hangouts. Yeah, that's right. So clunky. <laughs> and Zoom, Zoom is really good. Zoom's uh, just a really solid product with the way they have their video conferencing software. Everything is really like quick and and stable. Um, and the reason we did it that way with the the webinar was the webinar let us uh, push out live to YouTube. Um, or we didn't do Facebook, we just did YouTube, I think. Um, and so so that was good. But the downside to that, and even what we're doing right now with StreamYard is uh, the audio isn't as quite as good as it could be because the audio, all of our audios are going through the StreamYard or before it was going through Zoom. And so everything was getting compressed a little bit in order to stream live. Obviously, yeah streaming live is the most important part of DiviChat because that's the whole point is, is it's live. Um, right. But I think if we were to do just an audio recorded only podcast with DiviChat instead of the live show, we would do it a little bit differently in order to squeeze the highest quality possible. And so yeah. those are some things to consider. You know, if it's going to be live, obviously, uh, you can do what we do and use StreamYard, right? Or use Zoom with the webinar uh, add-on, uh, which which works well. Um, StreamYard, I I think is definitely easier, um, but there is a slight decrease in, in audio quality, which in most cases is going to be fine. So, and uh, then once we have the show recorded, it streams live to Divi Chat, and then what happens? Yeah, you gotta put so, it somewhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so the cool thing about when you do video, right? Because every podcast now, the big question is audio only or doing video. And so obviously right now we're doing, Divi Chat is a video podcast as well. And so it's streamed live to YouTube. So it's also being saved to YouTube after the live stream is over, which is great. The, the video side is done. We don't have to do anything else. And then what we do is we have a uh, a VA, right? Our VA does our editing. I don't even know. I've never been a part of that process, but Divi Chat. Um, is it? Jody. Uh, it's Jody. Okay. I, I know she did the, the notes. I didn't know she did the mm -hmm. editing part too. So yep. she downloads the audio from the video. Is that what she does? You know what? That's a really great question. I probably, <laughs> we should, you know, we should have had her on here. Yeah. I So when the person who used to do that for Divi Chat was the one and only Leslie Bernal. And yeah. when she had to go in her own direction, a different way from Divi Chat, we missed her dearly for many reasons. One of which, in addition to her sparkling personality and foul language, we also missed 
the fact that she but was she the one did publishing everything. these shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so she, yeah, because I was like trying to do all the things she did, and I about had a nervous breakdown. Um, yeah. So yeah, so she was doing all of it, and she left us a lovely like Google Doc of like you do this, 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 and this. So we use Blueberry, Blueberry, Blubbery. Yeah, I like to call it Blubbery because I think yeah, it's B L U B R R Y, I believe. And that is um, the app that we use. So it has to be um, added to Blueberry, which works as a WordPress plugin. So you set up an account and there are various different apps that do this sort of thing as well. Eric, what do you guys use for yours? We use Libsyn. Yeah, I was going to say that's the other common one. Hey, yeah. sorry, before we get into the plugin side, do you mind if we touched a little bit on editing? Because I know no. Divi Chat, we we don't do any yeah. editing, but I think that is something worth talking yeah. about. So um, like with, with WP, the podcast, we would take our separate audio recordings and we would upload them to a Google Drive. And then we had an editor that would then download them and put them together, add our intro and our outro tracks, balance the audio so that one of us wasn't way louder than the other person and then uh, export it as an audio file. And so- So you um, didn't like edit out little bits of the, you just kind of like kept it as it was. We just kept it as it was. So it was yep. more off the cuff, but that we had to get the, our two separate audio tracks edited together with the intro and the outro. Now, a friend of mine just uh, started a entrepreneurship podcast. Um, and so, uh, he went through this process. He was picking my brain. And so he ended up, what he ended up doing for the editing side is hiring someone off of Upwork who that's what they do is they edit podcasts. And so they pay per episode and uh, the editor will, will take all of their, um, the, the raw footage because they use Riverside FM and then balance the audio, do anything they need to do. If anything needs to get cut, he'll cut it and then adds the intro and the outro and all that. And then what he does is he'll go and he'll make shorts, right? Like uh, YouTube shorts, TikTok nice. shorts, reels um, out of the long form episode. And that's actually part of like what I'm planning to do is like, okay, I want to have multi-purpose content. So I want to be able to have, here's the raw episode, but then here's clips from each one that can then be repurposed on the socials uh, in order to draw people in, right? Because you can't just share on uh, Instagram a 20-minute episode and have people actually stick around to watch. You, you know, you have the little one, two-minute clips. And so so that's what their edit editor does is, is kind of creates those clips and stuff. So that getting... Um, the actual export edited is, is definitely important. Obviously for us with Divi chat, it's raw, it's live. And so there's raw dog in it every single week, you guys. Yeah. We have zero post-production except for just downloading. Uh, Let's be the, honest. We have very little pre-production as well for. Yeah. I <laughs> asked like 30 seconds before you click the go button. I was like, wait, what's our focus again tonight? <laughs> so Eric, yeah. you're usually pretty. I pretty It's been, now. it's been a long day, but that was anyway. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, once you have that file, then the next step is getting it uploaded to to the site. Now, there's uh, one thing I, I, I want to say about this process is before I was, uh, David and I started WP, the podcast, I kind of, I didn't really think about it a lot, but I kind of assumed that like you would upload it to Apple, you would upload it to Spotify, you would upload it to Stitcher, but that's not the case. No. The actual podcast file lives in one place and then you connect 
all of those different podcasting platforms to your podcast feed. So when a new episode comes, it'll show the description, the title of the episode, and then uh, any show notes associated with it, and then where that uh, audio file can be found. And so that's where uh, we kind of I interrupted like when we started talking about plugins. We use Blueberry for the plugin side. So like with what you, when you're using uh, WordPress, there's a custom post type in Blueberry, right? It's a custom post type. It's actually a. It's actually it's the a plugin post. is actually called PowerPress. PowerPress. Okay. Yeah. PowerPress connects. connects to Blueberry. That's like the WordPress. I, is it PowerPress? So you've got by your Blueberry? hosting of it, and then you've got the plugin that kind of accesses Helps, the yeah, host connects everything. And, yeah. And then to make it's, it a little more confusing, you can actually host the audio file on your WordPress website itself, or you can use like podcast specific hosting or you could host don't do that because like S3. you're just gonna fill up your whole yeah. host with like don't. and then you're also making your host work harder like it's kind of like when people host video on their website yeah. and you're it's like no manner. don't do that just host it on youtube or host it on vimeo like use these platforms yes they cost money but your hosting costs money too so like use these platforms that are designed specifically to host your podcast because that's what they're there for and they do a really good job of it and it's worth the money. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree. And so what we do is we do download the MP3 from the um, YouTube video. So it's going through a couple things. We could just, I, I could have a local recording of the StreamYard and send that to Jody, but then I would have to do another thing. So she's <laughs> and downloads the MP3, converts it into the right format, goes to blueberry.com and uploads it there, and then goes back to our website and adds a new post that that has the embedded video and it links it, it connects the MP3 to our media library and all of those kind of things. So yeah. um and PowerPress the, is by Blueberry, by the way. It's the the, yeah. the you can use it with other ones i think but i'm not sure why you would to be honest i yeah. think they all kind of have their okay so to get a different process um yeah. because she doesn't have the whole uh, a lot of time because she's got to take our son to soccer uh i just asked via text and she said sure my wife marissa is willing to slide in real quick and explain her process. come so, on marissa come on. Yeah. she's all iphone which i think is a really cool like way to yeah. do it. so she can slide in here so I'll let you slide in and Hi, take Marissa, it away. Welcome. This is fun. New. Marissa, I feel like I know you because I hang out with your husband a lot. Nothing weird. <laughs> I also watch your just, just digital. all of your stories and stuff. Yeah. So uh anyway, welcome. Thank you. Please uh introduce yourself to the to your new fans. Oh hi. My name is Marissa and I have a podcast that I'm not very good at technology. So it's very simple. <laughs> but it um, works and you're doing it. Love it. If it you does, don't mind, yeah, sure. Let's tell, the, tell the gang the topic a little bit. I think Eric talked about it last week, but just to oh, refresh yeah. everybody's memory. And if you wouldn't mind leaning in as close to that mic, a little closer. To oh, the sorry. Great. Tell Eric to stop hogging. You can just mind. push him out of the way. Yeah. Really loud. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the podcast is called Digital Nomad Family Podcast. Um, it's for digital nomad families. Um, really? and, Who knew? I know. <laughs> um, so Love it. it covers a lot of topics, but they're all for digital nomad families. Great. So, 
So when you were getting started, when you were like, we got stuff to say, let's talk about it. Um, where, where did you start? What did, what do you, how did you get this idea out into the world at first is what I would love to hear. And then maybe a little bit about your weekly or bi-weekly. Yeah. Well, getting started, like I came up with the idea just because I felt like I wasn't getting my questions answered. So I was like, well, if I'm not getting questions answered, then other people might not be. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to try to help people. Um, and then as far as like the process, it's exactly the same now as it was then. Nothing's changed. <laughs> I don't like to use technology. So like once I figure out what I like, I just stick with it for like a really long time. Like mm -hmm. if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yes. Like I got an email that my iPhone was going to stop working because it was so old and I had to go get a new one. Like <laughs> I don't like to update things. Any Anytime there's an update to, I, um, to iOS or anything, I hear about it for a week. I hate it. <laughs> I don't, well, like how I do it now is exactly the same as how I did it when I started. Um, so how I do it is in GarageBand, I have a template. On your phone. On my phone, yeah, it's all right here. That's amazing. Um, I have a, I call it a rat tail mic. I don't think that's the right name for it. Um, it's, it's the road mini shotgun. Mic. It's that yeah. I call it a rat tail mic. Um, and I plug it into my phone and I just hold it and talk. That's it. That's my equipment. Um, and I record straight into GarageBand. So like in my GarageBand app, I have, it, it just says a template and I created my intro. And that's all the template is. It's just the intro. And so then I copy that and then I open that copied one. And that's what I record in for the episode. And I just talk. And my uh, podcast is very casual. And so I know what I want to say. Like I have a list of topics or ideas and I just talk. And if there's like little things in it, I don't edit it out. We just laugh about it. And my audience yeah. is really cool about it. I'm like, oh, I can't believe I said that word wrong. Like we're familiar with that arrangement. Yeah. Yes. How we roll. <laughs> I don't have intense editing. I just talk. Um, and then I stop talking and then I stop recording and then I bring it together. Sometimes I will get a little fancy. And like, if there's a snippet, of like me talking that I want to put in front of my intro, I'll like pull out a little snippet, put it in front and all have right. that like as my thing. I know I'm so- And you do all this on your phone? All of it's on my phone. I don't like, I have a very old computer. Um, a Chromebook. Uh, yeah, it's a Chrome. Like I don't have an iPad. Like I don't have the things. <laughs> um, I have an iPhone and it's all on that. And then once I get it, like, and then I listen to it and I make sure that like the transitions between the, the intro that I, my intro is always the same because why change it? Um, so, but you re-record it every week. No, I don't record it every week because that seems oh. silly to me too. I thought I that's just, what you said. No, no that was, that's it, in the template. Yes, in the template is the intro. Oh, like, occasionally mm -hmm. I'll cut out a snippet from like my talking. Mm -hmm. and no, I, yeah, sorry, I just misunderstood what you said before. Yeah, sorry, of the intro, but other than that, I don't do anything. And then I export it he's going to be able to tell you how I do that better, but I push a button and it says send. And then somehow I have to go to my computer and get it off of iCloud. 
And then from iCloud, I put it to Libsyn. But I can't, I don't know all the words for the things that I do. So I don't know. Listen, this is great news because this is one of the, like if Marissa Dingler can do this, (laughs) you you geeks can do this, right? Come on, well, yeah. you have a geeky I mean, audience here, Marissa. Is like you don't need a bunch of like fancy cameras and lighting and microphones. It's like no, you just need your phone and something to say and an audience to hear it, and that's it. You so know? great, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Marissa. You're welcome. We're so grateful for you to come. Did we? Is there something else that I haven't thought of to ask you? Anybody else have a question for Marissa? Nope. No. Okay. That's the Can process. Last soccer. Love it. Yes. You guys have been out of the country for like minutes and and the soccer has already taken over it's amazing yeah how that soccer happens. soccer you soccer, soccer. You leave the united states it's just instant soccer all right thanks guys bye thanks bye. Marissa. thank you so much Marissa. yeah i love that that that's awesome um so she she records it uh on the iphone and then she sends it to icloud and then uh she publishes it to lipsum from from a computer she could technically do that part from the phone if she wanted yeah. right yeah, she could. Just yeah, she could. But yeah. it was easier to add the image artwork and ta- like yeah, right. set it up that way. Yeah. Um, and so that's why she does it that way. So one step. And, but it's to her Chromebook. I mean, it's all very, very and simple. And so you would have already set up Lipsum so that it could then do all of its job, right? Where like you've actually set up the podcast and like you've told it, okay, when something gets uploaded, publish it as a new podcast because – I'm assuming she doesn't like have necessarily a website, like our process of having to like add a new post and put all the blah, 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 blah. You can just do a podcast where literally you don't have a website. You just literally have a podcast. You put it to Lipsum, Lipsum puts it out to the world and the world can then receive it on whatever podcast app they're using. Right. That's, that's what she did at first. So since then we have that build a website. So we have family of dashes.com. And when you, with Libsyn, what's neat is you can set it up to where you can either go to your website. Once you set it up, you can go to your WordPress website, add a new post and add your file that way and everything. And then it it will publish it to Libsyn or you can just log into Libsyn, put everything in Libsyn and Libsyn, the plugin will create a custom post and a new post on WordPress. So she just does it in Libsyn. It gets syndicated out to everything and a new post does get created with an excerpt and an image on family of dashes. Which is perfect because most people don't like part of the reason ours is so complex is because we want to embed the video and blah, 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 blah. But like you can keep it as simple as you want, right? Like it doesn't have to be fancy. Yeah. She likes having the show notes though, because she'll like in different episodes, create a guide, you know, like this family guide or for this, you know, resource, go to this show notes and and download it. So she is doing a good job building. We all know that that's good for SEO and things like that. Plus who doesn't love show notes? I love being like, go look at some show notes and like find some link to whatever. And one of the one of the big things about a podcast is it's a great way to grow your email list when you do it right and so that's one of the one of the other benefits to it that she's currently doing is growing her email list yeah and i think that's actually a good transition into the marketing side right i think we covered the publishing side and that hosting pretty well right there's there's one last thing on that 
we've been a little scattered in our discussion of this here, but basically there are tons of apps that, that you can use to record your podcast. And there are tons of apps you can use to publish it. Those publishing apps are what's going to push it out to all of the different podcasting platforms so people can listen. So to Apple podcasts and to Spotify podcasts and pod chaser yep. pod, but all of them, podcatcher, all of those ones Pocket cast that you sign up and connect your accounts to. And so there's those two layers. You record it someplace and then you publish it someplace and you can integrate your website and your blog where you put those things with the show notes as well in there, but you guys are web geeks. So you can figure that part out for sure. So that's the basic, it seems a little bit scattered the way we're talking about it, but it's really just those two layers. And the reason it's kind of scattered is because there's a million different options. There's so many different ways to record it. I mean, she, it, Marissa's using GarageBand. When is the last time any of you even opened GarageBand? <laughs> like just something that will record, especially if yeah. it's just you, just record. And uh, I mean, technically you could probably just record it on your on your iPhone or your, you know, like just anything, like time, anything. Yeah. yeah. Voice so, memo. Yeah. And then go yeah. to just do a Google search for podcasting uh, publishing and you will find a plethora of apps. I have one called podcast.co, I think, that I got, you know where, AppSumo. And I'm probably going to try that one out since I bought it a while back and hopefully it's good nice. now. So, you know, look around and try things. There is usually a monthly fee for those unless you get it on an LTD someplace. Um, so anyway, that's the that's the gist. If you guys have more questions, hit us in the chat. If you have an app that you really love for any of these things that we haven't mentioned, please share. We'd love to hear it. And now let's transition into marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, Eric mentioned the email list and we kind of talked about a little bit about it last week. Um, your podcast is just another type of content, right? It's content creation. Some people uh, will create YouTube videos and tutorials. Some people will create blog posts and some people will create podcasts. So you need to think of that at, at it. Think about it as another uh, type of content that you create. And obviously the whole goal should be able to create value for your listeners. And so um, we also touched on how sometimes it's not really to grow a business. Sometimes it might just be for fun, right? As a hobby. And that's okay too. But if your goal is to grow a business, you want to make sure that you're choosing topics and things that your audience will find valuable. That's helping them solve their problems, right? And then as Eric mentioned, the next step is getting them onto an email list. A podcast audience is great when you have, uh, you know, 10,000, 20,000, 100,000 subscribers, right? That are subscribed to your podcast. So every time a new episode comes out, they get a notification, they'll go and they'll listen, they'll consume that episode. But you want a way to be able to reach them directly as well. And so that's where an email list comes into play. Eric mentioned with Marissa having some sort of a guide on the website in the show notes. So if she talks about something, she says, Hey, I have a really great guide that's going to show you exactly how to do this. Go in the show notes to the link, and then you'll be able to download it in order to download it. They put in their email address. Now they're on her email list where now she can directly communicate with them whenever she wants uh, outside of the podcast episodes. And that is like the name of the game because there's two types of traffic, traffic that you own and traffic that you don't own. And unfortunately, even when it's your own podcast, you don't actually own that traffic because it's going through the different distribution networks, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And so anything can happen. You want to have that traffic that you own, which is essentially an email list. So um, Eric, since you helped her set that up, anything you want to talk about in that process 
No, it's very simple, you know, process of, you know, just having a, a an attractive guide to that mm -hmm. content, that topic, you know, just make sure it's relevant. And then we just use a simple gravity form and uh, connect it to active campaign. So yeah, nice. Nice. Um, so I think, yeah, there's kind of two sides to the marketing. The first one that or, or uh, the one we just talked about is actually the second step. That's like once you have listeners, how to convert those listeners to subscribers. But the first part is how do you get listeners in the first place, right? Because if you don't have any listeners, then you have no one that's going to be able to go and download your guide and get on your email list. And so um, the cool thing about publishing and distributing to all those different platforms like Spotify, Apple, all those things is you can get discovered that way, right? Um, I don't know if it's still the case, but for a while on Spotify, if you typed in WordPress, WP the podcast, my former podcast was at the top. That's great. Um, don't know how we got there. There's definitely more popular WordPress podcast than us. It just, for whatever reason, their algorithm liked us. Um, and same thing on Apple. You can come up for different keyword searches, find in different categories. And so you can be found that way. Um, and then you can also... Uh, put some marketing dollars behind it, promote your, your episodes, uh, create little shorts, right? Josh Hall's really good at this where he'll create little he clips is. and post them on the socials, uh, which is awesome. Um, and then also you know we're going to see some Tim Streifler in front of a brick wall pretty soon. Promoting right. his new podcast. Oh, in front of a brick wall. Yeah. Do I have to? No. <laughs> the other <laughs> that thing that I videos. think would be... I had so much, like that was just like forever in my feed was you in front of a brick wall. Was you <laughs> mean the wood wall? Wasn't it brick? Was it wood? So when I lived in Texas, my office had a wood wall. Mm -hmm. And so oh, I would shoot all my product promo videos in front of the wood wall. And then coming here, I, I no longer have a wood wall. Uh, and so for a while, I, I was I did have some videos in front of a brick wall and it was because it was a green screen <laughs> so um maybe i think that, the like, wood wall is one you're thinking of. maybe those memories merged in my brain <laughs> you were like do i do i have to <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you must. i need to go get a brick i was wall. thinking about um like when you're starting a podcast really what you want to get in front of is the right people right so like yeah. you can do that through advertising and try and target the people who are actually going to be interested in your thing but i was thinking about like if you're making a local podcast or you're making a podcast for I don't know, for a client or whatever, then Facebook groups, I think would be one of the best places to go to would be like a local Facebook group, or I'm a part of this like chickens Facebook group, like people who have chickens in their backyard kind of thing. So if you were starting a podcast that was about chickens, like having chickens at home, right, then going to that Facebook group and saying, hey guys, I just started a podcast, just letting you know about it. Like that's going to give you instant listeners because you've gone to the right place you've gone you don't want to go to like a mum's group and say hey i've started like a podcast about lawnmowers like they probably don't care about lawnmowers <laughs> so, that is so i sexy, think so <laughs> actually you know what my husband's only used our lawnmower once i love mowing the lawn but you know i go. just love i wasn't it. thinking about the right thing I, it's instant gratification is like the perfect way of spending 20 minutes and feeling like you have achieved a whole day's work. But anyway, aside from lawnmowers, going to the right place, I think makes all the difference, right? So you want to turn up to the place where the people 
of course they're going to be interested in that thing. So just putting it out to your friends doesn't necessarily help you get going. But I think Facebook groups are the perfect place. So trying to join those ones. And another hot tip that I think is worth doing, I use a podcast app called Pocket Cast. It's pretty common on the um, people who use Android phones. And But what I find is if there's a new podcast that hasn't been out there, when I go to look for it, it doesn't show up. So I reckon a hot tip would be get all of the apps on your phone and go and search for your podcast on all of the apps because then once it's been searched for once, because you have to put it in the direct URL, if it's not already in its little system, then you I have to go and get like the Spotify link, for example, and put it inside Pocket Cast and then it will find the podcast. And from then on, it's good to go. Uh, like so I would it. recommend going through, yeah, it's like almost like when we Facebook index, like the Facebook. Is that just locally thing. though or is it for everybody? I think it then like makes the system know this is a podcast that exists, whereas before then it didn't know that the podcast exists. It only ever happens to me on really new podcasts. And so my recommendation would be get a bunch of the really popular ones, put your link in, make sure that it has indexed it so that then when you do promote to your chicken group, when they go and choose their little local like whatever one they want to, it's going to show up because you want them to be able to just write the name. Lawnmowers and chickens. That's right. It's all about lawnmowers and chickens. Come on. Yeah. No, that's really good advice. Love that. Um, another thing that uh, is really good for getting your podcast out there is to uh, go on other people's podcasts. So yeah, I'm nice. going to yeah. bring up Josh Hall again. Uh, he's had Amy Porterfield. He's had Pat Flynn. He's had all these other people, Stephanie Mike Hudson, Howard. Sarah Oates, Eric Dingler, Tim Stratton. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but those first three, those were all uh, big name um, yeah. influencers, right. But they also have podcasts. And so, uh, by them going on Josh's podcast, they're able to get yeah. in front of Josh's podcast audience. Right. So then someone says, Oh, wow. This Amy Porterfield saying a lot of great stuff on Josh's ep- a podcast episode. I want to go follow her. I want to go see what she talks about on her podcast. And so that's a really great way of, of getting, because, um, People who have like the really uh, consistent podcast like Josh, he's trying to fill slots, right? He wants, he needs consistent people to come on. And so he welcomes people to come on his podcast. Obviously they need something valuable to share with his audience. Um, And that's the thing is podcast uh, hosts, they need good content. So they need people to come on. And so they usually welcome it, right? And it's, it's mutually beneficial. You're able to get in front of their audience they're able to get good content for their for their audience. So that's a, a, it goes, a great way to it get goes your episode. both ways too. If you have people on the show, so for Josh to have somebody like Amy Porterfield or Porterfield or whoever come on, then she might advertise that she's on that episode out to her tribe. Yep. So you get this cross pollination of multiple audiences, totally. and that can really amplify your audience in that way as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have a question in the chat from Franz Digital. Uh, Eric kind of answered him a little bit, but um, and Franz, tell us who what your name is because this is your business name, Franz. I can't remember. I know I, we know you. Have I seen videos where an app deletes the silence in a podcast and you get very tight edits? Is that done automatically or manually? There's tons of AI apps that are doing this now. So you can use things that do it with audio. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but like this Descript is a great one that will do it. I yeah, believe it does audio that. only, but it also does it with video even. So it depends on um, 
sort of the vibe you're going for because that can come across as a bit choppy but sometimes that's okay you know if yeah. you're going for something that's hard hitting and really quick fast moving that can be okay for a show like this one if there was just we we weird things that cut out every time I said like or uh or whatever, it would be awkward and weird. So yeah. you know, use those tools I, with discretion. I, I think that my personal opinion is is that is great for like the promotional type of like clips, reels, shorts, right? Where it's showing like, you know, two minutes of an episode and it's kind of uh, condensing it down in order to get people interested to then go watch the full episode. I think that's perfect. But I agree yeah. with Stephanie, like for a full episode, I think it, it it doesn't feel right. It kind of feels really, it doesn't feel authentic. Um, and if people want to hear it faster, they can just speed it up, right? Like then yeah. it's in their hands. All day long, y'all. Uh, okay, so friends also has, I'm calling you friends because I don't know. Um, <laughs> he said he's to YouTube videos when he drives long distances, like an audiobook, which um, you never know. We are, we are YouTube video videos like that's what divi chat has a lot of but we're also available in the podcast apps so if you're not watching your screen which i highly advise you not to do while driving um then you may want to check maybe they have an audio only version that you can listen uh just the audio only and save a bunch of your um battery on your on your phone uh justin yeah. ormond's also in the chat here he says he's used anchor fm that's another very famous one um, he said he's found it pretty good. And then he also asks an interesting question. I wish we had Mike here for this one. Mike's our stats guy. Justin asks, I've heard that audio podcasts get more listeners than video podcasts get viewers. Is that your experience? Seems strange to me. Do you guys know the answer to that? I'm bad with. I don't, I don't know, like in general, but I think what it might be is that a lot of times a podcast is intending to be a podcast and there's a video side of it just kind of for the heck of it right like that's kind of what david and i did is on wp the podcast is we were very focused on an audio podcast but we thought hey we're already doing zoom in order to have our conversation since we're not in the same room yeah we might as well just take that video and pop it up on youtube right but our focus was really the podcast and that was what it was it was a podcast we just happened to put it on youtube and so that could be the case where a lot of these podcasts they're they're trying to make a podcast and they're trying not to alienate their audio only listeners by showing stuff in video right that's what we do like you can see our faces but we don't do any screen sharing or anything like that and if we do happen to show something we'll typically narrate it and so there's a lot of times when the focus is on the audio you know the video's there but it's not as prevalent and not really promoted. I reckon it depends on how people consume their content. Like yeah. I think there would be a lot of people who consume their content audio only because they use it like when they're walking or when they're driving or, you know, that kind of thing. But then there's a bunch of other people who love having things on their screen while they're working. And so they won't necessarily be watching it, but like, you know, they can kind of glance mm -hmm. at it if they've got like a second screen or whatever. And I think there's some people who are diehard YouTube people and there are some people who are diehard podcast people. And I think they're yep. just different kind of people. But I also agree. I think it depends on the podcast. So there's some podcasts that just are better when you can see the faces. I think ours is probably one of it because we're so beautiful, but also because yeah, we talk, we talk over each other all the time. We talk <laughs> over the top of each other all the time. And I and think it's cool easier to 
oh my god <laughs> hear us when you can see us because it makes more sense and i think when you only listen which i know lots of people do it can be a little chaotic that's the kind of podcast we are and then people can pick which way they want to view it but honestly i think the ones that are designed for audio only like they're designed that way they're going to hear well but if they don't hear well and there's a video, you might go over to video. So I honestly think it's about the person and then I think it's about the podcast. But having what both options means you don't exclude right. anybody. I think right. it also, there is also an element of how they're counted. How much how much of a listen yeah, you true. have to do on an audio. Like if you download an episode, does that count? It definitely a, like, used to. Depending on the it app that you're using, is it a download? Is it a listen? And then on yeah. YouTube, how much of it do you have to listen to? Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of factors involved. So, basically, Justin, we don't know. Yeah, because if <laughs> if you subscribe like an Apple Podcast and you have like uh, podcasts that you have auto download because you listen to it, yeah, and it might auto download on this, and then you open up your podcast app, and by the way to our audio only listeners i held up my iphone um, and then <laughs> or uh and then you you go in the audio the podcast app on your mac right and it auto downloads well that's two downloads because it's only counting the download right it doesn't doesn't matter yeah that's it doesn't care person. whether you listened <laughs> yeah but on youtube as stephanie mentioned like it has to be like i, I think what is it like 15 seconds or something for it to count as a, a view Not on sure. youtube i forget what it is but so it actually has to be like a a, a significant portion of the video for it to count so that's definitely yeah now you, you, you can get different you can get different stats on your podcast like in lipson like so if i go if i log in the versus yeah, sure. account, like there i can see you know how long people are listening for to what point stuff like that so you still you can't get those those stats um but yeah i think it just depends upon the the content there are some things that you know, I follow and watch because it's on YouTube that I would never follow if it was a podcast and yeah. podcasts that I listen to that I would never want to sit and just watch it. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think it depends on the content. 100%. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's like if you can and you can make it happen, like you might as well be on as many platforms as possible so that like yeah, why not? Like meet people where they're at. If they like to, to watch things on YouTube, let them watch things on YouTube. Yeah. Plus YouTube has a lot of the recent uh, or viewers also watched and like other ways that you can get discovered too. Yeah. And so if you're not posting it on there, you're not going to show up and, and search. And if you go in both places, then you can look at the data and then later you can go, okay, well, this is my data. You know what? No one watches this on YouTube. So let's just go all audio. Or if you discover everybody watches this on YouTube and the podcast side of it is like dead. Well, okay, let's go all in on YouTube and like make it a really great thing. So having that data makes all the difference for us choosing what we're going to talk about. Having the data makes all the difference being able to go and look at it and go, you know what? These topics always do well. Like, okay, so let's just lean into that a little bit more because that's obviously what people want to hear because that's what gets the listens. So yeah. I think the data is the key to everything. But if you start out with everything, it gives you a chance then to narrow down if you need to down the track. Well, and YouTube uh, just announced that they're, uh, they're going to be rolling out supposedly an audio podcast channel or stream surprise. or something. Yeah, so I think it's... You know, I, I think soon you'll be able to have just your audio only podcast on there. So as we have one question left in the chat that we're going to um, 
we're going to pop up on the screen here. We also, um, I have a couple little goodies to share with you. But first, I got something I want to ask you to do. Hit that button, y'all. Hit that thumbs up button. And listen, there's something that I'm a little embarrassed about. And that is we have not had a review on <laughs> iTunes for a year. Do you guys hate us? Like, is not that what it is? An Should entire we just year. <laughs> like, would it really take you with that five minutes? Not Have we not given you <laughs> five minutes of value? Go to Divi, uh, go to ratethispodcast.com slash Divi chat. Hook us up, you guys. Come on. We we it would mean so it would mean so much to us. I promise we'll give you a shout out. Um, so the other uh what's Justin saying? I don't know what word you said, Sarah. So Justin saying you said Darda? Oh, data. No, she okay. didn't say it weird like that. Dada. Anyway, um, so here's Steve Park Perk's question. We discussed <laughs> microphones and equipment. It's a it's a throwback to last week, but it's a great question advice on environment like acoustics and so forth yeah. excellent question bare bones stuff put a rug on the floor like if you have mm -hmm. hard surface floors and walls put a rug on the floor if you if you're still picking up echoes and things um thumbtack a blanket or some towels to the wall my crooked mountain behind me that you can't see if you're just listening that i've never fixed the location of yet is um sound dampening felt you can get those in just regular old squares you can line a wall with them yeah. or you can get fancy ones like this that have a design um those are those are my like number one top tips anybody else yeah i was gonna say the type of microphone will like drastically uh depict whether or not you need to worry about acoustic paneling stuff like that so for example this microphone right here is a dynamic microphone um, and so, uh, which means it does not pick up a lot of background noise. It has to be really close. And that's why you see me like going like this a lot because, uh, otherwise you won't hear me very well. And so, um, that's a really good thing because like there's times where my son will come and just start banging on my door. It's distracting for me, but I don't think anyone ever hears You've it. Never heard so, it. yeah. Um, and so that, that makes a big deal. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, I do have acoustic paneling in front of me behind the camera, but it's actually more for trying to keep the noise out of my office instead mm. of like decreasing yeah. echo and everything. Um, and so, yeah. And then what, what Stephanie said, just filling the room, right? I have a rug, I have a couch in my office. I have some furniture and stuff and paintings on the wall. And a so smaller room, if you can, I've gone from a big room to a small room. When I was in the bigger room, I had a mirror behind me and the acoustics were terrible because it was like it was, it couldn't absorb in the same way in that particular room, partly because it was bigger, partly the mirror was just the worst thing. Amazing could have how had. much it, it impacts it. You think it yep. wouldn't, but, um, but I know I've had friends that, um, for those of you who know, our good pal Christian Van Hoff, his old apartment, he's moved since, thank goodness, but his old apartment was so echoey. It was like tile floors and bare walls. And we had some client meetings and I literally made him go get some towels and put them down on the floor and drape them over the back of his <laughs> desk and stuff like that to absorb some of the sound because it was so awful to listen to. It was like really hard to hear him. And it, and it does, it makes a difference. Even just having things on the walls too. If yeah. you um, want to get fancy with it, you can hang things like textiles and stuff like that, whatever. There's lots you can do um, to dampen the sound for for low cost 
Okay, yeah. I hope okay. that I, helps. I just changed my microphone input to my AirPods. Is it pretty drastically <laughs> oh. different? You so sound amazing, Tim. Like, so right. good. So so, yeah, so microphone makes a big difference, right? You could use, you can use your <laughs> AirPods, but you shouldn't use the AirPods. You can use your onboard microphone on your computer, but you probably shouldn't. Um, if you're going to invest in anything, invest in the microphone that way. Uh, sound good is that better can you hear me better well, you got, um, you're a little quiet you went now, real quiet yeah. all of a sudden but yes the other thing is um much like with marissa if you are going using your phone to do things the microphone on your phone isn't the best microphone but it's still a microphone it's at least meant for capturing audio which your airpods really they're meant for at best phone calls they're more made for consuming audio or yeah. blocking if you have the noise canceling ones so so those are all um those but, are all like tips but i would say when you go to start a podcast when you're doing you do some test recordings but listen to your podcast both through external speakers and in your airpod or you know earbuds headphones or whatever because there have been sometimes i've tried to listen to a podcast and i put in the my airpods and it was so bassy and it just, it hurt my ears and I just couldn't listen to it. Through my speakers on my computer, it sounded fine, but I put mm -hmm. my earbuds in and man, I just, I just couldn't stand to listen to it. Um, or and, have you ever listened to one and it only comes out of like one of your earpods? Oh, no. Like so just, just out of the left ear and you're like, what did you get wrong that this is only coming through one side? What is, so yeah, that's an important one to know if you're doing yeah. it wrong. Because I, I bet, say I, too, I, don't know, I don't know what the statistics are, if they've, but I would assume that an extremely high percentage of podcasts are listened to through earbuds and AirPods. Yes. I would say, yeah. yeah. Or a yeah. car. Um, yeah. Another, no, another low, low cost option, if you, are, if you are on a budget starting out and you don't want to use your phone, microphone, or you're ready to have maybe a little investment, but you can't go to like a hundred dollar more more mic you can get um some lav mics little lavalier mics that clip onto you that are surprisingly decent they're not going to be like a professional microphone but they are a definite upgrade it, like if your laptop mic is your only other option go spend forty dollars or thirty dollars or you know sixty dollars like it's in that range price range depending on where you live and where if you go on amazon or whatever that, that they have those and do some tests you can see like it really does make a difference all right we also, backslid uh, into tools i, I want to piggyback off that the used market i i haven't looked specifically for audio equipment but yeah, yeah. i know there's a, like everything that was selling out during covid right so audio equipment video equipment all of that stuff rid of now <laughs> yeah everyone bought it during the pandemic they were selling out they couldn't keep things in stock same thing with like at-home fitness equipment or like mountain mm -hmm. biking got super popular at least around here and then it's just been sitting in a garage right everyone got busy again after the world opened back up and so everyone's trying to sell those things that they've only had a few years so if you are in need of a i got mine really second hand yeah, somebody is he wanted to start a podcast and he bought it and he didn't record a single episode and so his wife made him sell it. I know this because she came with him to sell it and she was like, he never even did a single episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. I it mean, was really these fun. things like it's either they work or they don't. So it's like yeah. test it, make sure it works before you, you buy it and then you're good. Like there's no reason you need to get it brand new. Yeah.
Okay, so I've got a couple goodies for you guys, as promised, and then we are going to have to end because we are right up against our time. Um, I'm going to put a link in the chat to um, a podcast that I actually was just on. Uh, it just hit last Friday. It's called the Stunning Digital Marketing Podcast. It's uh, by a guy named Rob Cairns, who's been in the marketing space for a long time. And he has just put out that's not what I'm sharing with you, although you should go check it out if you want. But he has just put out, um, he did a presentation, how to build a podcast on a budget. And he's got a tutorial and a guide and it's got a bunch of his recommendations for headphones, microphone tools, all that, all the tech, all that stuff. So I'm going to pop this into the chat here and we will have it in the show notes for those on the audio version. The second thing is, uh, if you are in the WordPress space and you have done any digging into podcasting, you have probably heard the name Joe Casabona. I don't know if you have or not, but he is pretty well known in my circles for being a podcast guy. He started his own podcast and quickly scaled it up to 50000 a year in profit. And I'm sure he's well beyond that. Now he teaches a couple different things, one of which being how to create a $10,000 podcast, things like that. He's got a blueprint. Does he call it a blueprint? Wait, sorry, quick question. Is he, is a 50,000 a year from the podcast or from teaching people how to create a podcast? From the podcast. So nice. because Good. he did that and he took that knowledge that he had learned doing that and teaches people how to do it themselves. And he's got, uh, so he's got a course and he's got um, the podcast liftoff playbook and if you use code FOCUS with all caps, you get 25% off of that. For he, he had come and spoken in my group. He's a pal of mine. So um, I thought that was really relevant. I asked him if it would be okay if we shared that to the Divi Chat community, and he was all for it. He's a nice. lovely guy. So I'll put that link in as well. Nice. And so there's a couple goodies. Go to uh, the sizzle.ai and sign up to get notified when my show hits. Tim, when's your, where, do you have a sign-up form, Tim? Uh, if you go to divylife.com and just get on my Divi Life email list, and then you will be notified that way. Um, I don't have a coming soon list like Stephanie does. I'm not quite that organized, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. And Eric, Sarah, any final thoughts then? Nope. Uh, no, I would say my, my final thought is if you're going to start a podcast, good. It's exciting map out your first, you know, I recommend 12 episodes. Um, most podcasts don't make it past seven um, because people run out of ideas. Um, so come up with a nice long list um, and uh, you spend the time, you know, planning and thinking and brainstorming, um, but don't let that paralyze you, you know, get, get a list, get a plan, get going. Love it. All right, you guys. Nice. The other cool thing is we are rooting for you. We want to know when you start your podcast. We want to be listeners of you for a change. Let's flip the tables. Let us know if and when you do launch your podcast. We will all sign up, I promise. And um, so everybody have a great week and go start your podcast. Bye. Take care. <laughs>